Um, my name is the producer. Um, we are on episode one, season two of We're All Adults. Uh, let our other co-hosts introduce themselves. Hey there, I'm Sparrow. I'm Yellow. And I'm Roxy. And we're All, all adults. adults. Hey. Um, so for those just tuning in, or this is your first episode of We're All Adults, this is a mature conversation about sex and sexual experiences. Uh, between adults, you know, we have a pretty ethnic background with everything that we have here in Nashville. Different experiences, and it's really, really fun. Uh, today we're talking about phone sex and long distance dating, which is uh, always interesting. Um, how do y'all feel about long distance dating? Okay, so the first time we brought this up, I was very much the person that was like, I'm never ever doing long distance. And then a couple months ago, I met a girl. And the first time in my life that I was willing to catch a flight and go meet somebody. So, you know, we're a real hard for the right person. Mm-hmm. Anything could be a yes. What's the right person? Is the right person like they match with you or the sex that fine? You're like, you know what, fuck it, I will definitely pay that bitch what she did. Ooh, this one was a little bit of both. Ooh. This one was a little bit of both. Okay, okay. okay. Well, Sparrow Roxy, how y'all feel? For me, long distance. I have to love you a lot for like long distance and like it can't be new just because I am scarred to the point where I just don't care so I have to love you a lot like the person I'm with now for sure long distance me please well no not please God um, <laughs> I would prefer not that. to like knock on wood I would prefer not to in any situation but I really have to trust and love you and all that type of stuff which is very hard to come by in my Leo nature yeah um i think with my mindset today i'm not really a fan of it i tried it it's not for me same i I feel like my most serious relationships have been long distance and looking back at it i'm like what was i doing yeah you're a serial long distancer i am a serial long distance i am a serial long distance and honestly it's like i don't know like i I think it matches like for my lifestyle yo i'm always out doing stuff whatever and then it's like, uh, I, I like the convenience of having my lover being there with me or just being able to call them. But when it's long distance, I sometimes don't pay attention to my phone. So like that one phone call that you're supposed to have, it's fire, right? And if you miss it, it's like, oh, shit. This is another issue. And it's yeah. like, then, like, so how do you, like, I feel like with long distance dating, there's a lot of insecurities there, obviously. Like, you're not able to be around that person daily. If you have insecurities, already going into the relationship, it's like, I feel... I can't speak for everyone's experience, but they're definitely a little bit heightened from my experience with it. How do y'all feel like about that, like dealing with insecurities from long distance relationships or relationships in general? And that's why I said like I really have to love you and trust you a lot. That way, like I'm I'm not naturally an insecure person. Anytime an insecurity pops up in a relationship, it's a hundred percent because something already happened with that person, not from like an a past relationship I'm kind of over that so that's why I say I have to like be extremely secure in you and vice versa and I don't have those problems but what does make me a little worried is just growth and not being able to grow with a person and y'all growing separately which can easily be growing apart that's that kind of freaks me out do you feel you can't grow together when you're long distance with somebody I feel like it's definitely harder why it's is not, that though? It's not the same. I would, I would just, I feel mm-hmm. it's not the same. I think it depends on what you yeah. want your life to look yeah, like. Yeah, I was about to say. I think you still grow together even though you're apart. I feel like it's more of an adjustment 
versus there's I feel like the growing together comes when y'all are back together because you don't really know what somebody has going on. You get the stories, but stories are just stories. Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what? not in a bad way. I just for where I am in life right now, I realize something from like my past life with exes and things that I really value is having my own independent life outside mm-hmm. of a relationship. And so the current experience of dating someone who doesn't live here, one of my like big pros for it is that I live my life, have my days, my mornings to myself usually. And then when we do have the time together, it's really special. When we do make calls and things, it's very intentional. Like it's not just the you're here so I'm spending time with you. It's like I want to spend time with you, so I'm going to show up. Mm-hmm. But you had a hard week. I can't be there to, like, make you dinner or something. But you know what? I can go Uber Eats you some groceries real quick. Oh, I had a shitty-ass time, or I miss you. I want touch and affection. You can't do that? Cool. Send me a letter. Mm-hmm. Send me a long-ass yeah, message. Like, you yeah, know, cool. you, so it, like, So you feel like it becomes more intentional? I do think it's more intentional. Than just having somebody face-to-face? Some people fall into relationships really quickly because they're there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the other person is there, you get used to it. And there's this sort of idea that like once you hit a certain timestamp or mile mark in dating that you should be exclusive with someone. Yeah. But with long distance, in or- for me right now, in order to have that type of exclusivity, there needs to be a certain mindset to come with it too. Like, do you actually not want to be single anymore? Because I don't live here. So what are you going to do now on the weekends when I'm busy or working? Like, this yeah. person works really long hours. I work really intense, odd hours too. So what happens if I have to go do a shoot or something? I'm gone for 12, 14 hours and it's your only off day. How are we going to figure it out? Because that's going to be an issue even in person if we ever live together or something too. But even with that, I definitely completely understand that that sounded very beautiful but (laughs) even with that I feel like the luxury of being together is as changes are happening y'all are kind of like on the boat together and maybe somebody's seasick and then maybe somebody's not but at least somebody can kind of comfort that person or y'all have each other while it's happening to see like how how's the groove gonna flow versus being separate and then maybe y'all come together for, you know, visiting or whatever the fuck. And then I was like, okay, so you like dressing like this now? I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> it's like, okay. Like you, so you don't like you seeing like the extreme this. changes. I like to. You see the progression and the changes. I like to, I, yeah, I like to. Okay. And that's probably uh, something I probably do need to work on. As opposed to you welcome mm-hmm. the change in a weird way. I like flexibility in my life. In so general. you value independence. I, I do value my independence. I've been told from like exes in the past where they're like, oh, you're too dependent on me or you need too much time and attention, etc." And now I'm at a state where I'm like, no, I'm not asking for too much. You just <clears> didn't <throat> want to give it, right? So when it comes to this sort of like situation of like whether or not I want to be in a long distance relationship and stuff, I'm also a lot clearer about what I want in life. Mm-hmm. And so whether someone lives here or not, I'm like, you're not going to date me it, and like be my significant other if you don't want to get married one day. Like before that even comes into the question of like, is this a set closed relationship? What do you want your life to look like ideally? What does your life look like now? Because my life right now is kind of full and like, I'm not mad at it. And this like, just because this person's in my life right now, I'm like, their life is really full. I'm like, 
okay, is that going to change for you or is this like a consistent thing? Because my life, how I live now is how I'd like to keep going. Not like every single thing, but just yeah. like, I really like how much time I spend with my friends, with my family, how much time I spend by myself making meals, finding new hobbies, going to a dance class. Like I've built a really well-rounded space to explore everything I like. And I'm not always good at it, but I am giving myself the opportunity to try. So I think long distance is also going to give me the opportunity to try there too. To expand on it. Yeah, because I know what it looks like to live with someone, you know? I know what it looks like to have have that everyday commitment. So what are you going to do when it's not there and it's difficult now? You know, how can you like build trust with me before we hit that point? Because I don't want to hit that point out of the convenience of you being here. Like, you just being present should not be enough to be in a relationship with me. Yeah, I have a lot of feelings about this. I yeah, realize. I felt the yeah. that. I mean, past experience definitely adds to it. So. Yeah, past what, is messy. What about you, Scott? You were kind of quiet on this topic. How do you, how do you deal with your insecurities in long-distance relationships? Um... I'm just trying to go back on the last relationship I had, which was like long distance, which I didn't enjoy because I felt like more like having an upkeep with somebody. Mm-hmm. And me being a person that does value my independence, kind of like Yellow goes about, um, especially, you know, our hours, you know, there was yeah. times where it was like we were out like at two or three in the morning, not for <laughs> leisure, but because like, we were, no, like that, it wasn't yeah, for leisure. We were yeah. working, we were doing something, you know, like set one over time and this yeah. and that. And, you know, you do go back into like, you missed that one phone call. And with that one phone call, those, insecurities are personified yeah. you know and especially some of the jobs that i was having at the moment it was just like you know i was at a strip club working yeah. you know it's just like are you talking to this no. you see you no it's like i know because that that was with you know my boyfriend lots of times he would end up at freaking at the strip club from working with the artists and i didn't have an issue with it because it's him like but had it been how we started off like long distance of how we started off, we wouldn't have made it anywhere. <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> like, <laughs> so do y'all think it's easier, like if you've already been with each other in each other's space, and then like, something me. happens, hold on just a second, I'm gonna pause here. And just like that, we are back. Okay, so we were hitting on, um, you think it's easier if you're already with somebody, and then they decide like, all right, it's like- it's harder. Before when you go, they have I think it depends on the person though. It's really just like mm-hmm. on your partner because yeah. also it goes back into like what type of experiences did your partner have before you? Mm-hmm. You know, is this a person that believes in trust and yeah. they trust you fully in what you're doing, mm-hmm. or is this a person that brings like their self fulfilling prophecies and like their self what's it called the self sabotaging ways into the relationship? Yeah, no. So oftentimes that what it'll be. A lot of relationships get ruined because of self sabotage, yeah. because of what somebody experienced prior to you. Absolutely. And now you're like the person that has to fix all this shit, which sometimes is not fair to you. Absolutely not. And it's like I feel like that's that's what I say. It's hard. Like you, uh, sorry, Roxy, you touched touched on this. Like healing before you go to another relationship. Mm-hmm. Those insecurities don't come from a past experience with someone else. It comes with. You said, uh, like, your partner did something that makes you feel insecure, and that's when the insecurities yeah. come up. And I, I feel like that's something I've worked with here recently, is trying to make sure that I've dealt with my insecurities first out of, like, past relationships, because not everyone's the same, right? And so, like, you're dating someone, so you get new, fresh experience. But how do you, like, balance that out when you see signs of certain behaviors, like, this feels familiar, versus, like, 
Um, maybe this is just who they are. That's no. communication, though. That's where you have a conversation. You talk it's to them. Your intuition. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. your gut tells you before anything else. Like the last, I feel like before anyone's ever done me dirty, like I had a feeling something was gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. it's not like I was waiting for something bad to happen, but you know, like the signs are kind of there. There's some sort of distance, or this way they communicate with you changes. How they present themselves changes, and you're like something's about to go down. And you don't know if it's with you, it's like their home family life, whatever, like it could be anything, but something's going to happen and you, I feel like you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. That's fair. I like that. But I also think like in terms of the long distance stuff, like where you said like it's a lot easier if you start out local, I actually think that if someone is already here and a part of my day to day and they live with me, it's a lot harder to to like remove them from my daily routine. Yeah, and I kind of agree with that. add someone in. Because yeah. I've had experiences where like I was living with someone and then they left the country for several weeks. And those several weeks where it's just like me in our home and with our pets and whatever, I was just like, what, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Like who's, like I'm so used, at the time I was like so used to having like this love and affection and like cuddles at night. Who the fuck is cuddling me now? You're in like Spain and you're like roaming around Europe, and I'm in freaking. Oh wait, did we ever say that city we were in? No. Okay, great. Well, I'm here <laughs> at home. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. I'm like y'all don't need to know where my fucking house is. Anyway, <laughs> I'm here at home, still like living my life, whatever. I'm like, oh well, it's six thirty. It's time for dinner, and what? I'm eating dinner by myself. I wake up in the morning and the pets are just looking at me like you're not there. I'm like, I'm sorry. I know they're gone. I'm trying. I feel like it's just different. Or like for me, when that happened, like my ex's family wanted to be like, oh, don't worry. Like we know your birthday's coming up and they're not going to be here. We're still going to take care of you. And I was like, okay, great. That sounds nice. But it's real weird to go out lit as fuck on your birthday and not be single Knowing you've had a, a like person who would normally be home, yeah, but they're yeah. in another whole ass fucking continent. Do you think like that's what that? like the the importance of like self like yeah? I was like that's like, what I it's like you're like okay with yourself, like independence. Okay Whereas like myself. and I had a great time during that birthday, but it was so odd. To, I mean, like, I definitely agree. It's all right. I usually person. expect. Yeah, it depends yeah. on the person. Because yeah. yeah. I'm thinking, like, in the sense that if it happened to me, of course, I'm going to, like, miss him. But it's like, I'm definitely 100% myself. Yeah. But in the event that he has to go and work for a couple of months, then I'm just going to be 150% myself. Because, like, living with somebody, you know, you kind of, you, you, you try to jazz up a little piece of yourself. But had, if they're not there, I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. Yeah, you have, like, you have your freedom, quote unquote. Back, and I feel like, like it's so much more to me, being that I've already developed the feelings for you and we've been together for a while, versus if this is how it's starting out, I'm going to be honest, the type of person I am, I cannot care about you until you make me. Like, I just, uh, I don't know what it is about me. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm just not like that. Like, I will not care a, a thing about you until it just starts to happen. And if I don't see you, I'm not going to be thinking about you. But not in a bad way. It's just like, hmm, he's cute. Ah. But, like, that's just how I am. I don't, I don't have feelings like that. You have to develop them first, and then things happen. And, yeah, that's how I am. Now I'm going to throw in a little uh, 
twist here to this, but um, so how did, how important do y'all think finances are in long distance dating? Because I feel like in the past for me, I always say this like I was either up or sometimes I was like, oh mm. shit, I'm broke as fuck. Then like let's go catch a flight, let's do this and let's do that. <laughs> With what money, you know? So then I feel like it always put a hindrance from all the relationships at the time. But then things got cool after a while, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You got your highs and lows, but. I mean, I think finances are important in any relationship, uh, but when it comes to dating, especially long distance, like, you know, it's the convenience of not having a person there with you is one thing. Mm-hmm. And then if y'all are planning a trip, you're like, no, I can't plan this trip right now because uh, I don't know what's going to happen. What if I'm going to eat tomorrow? That type of shit. I think that definitely weighs into it. Like, do y'all have a patience with your partner? Do you feel like you can have a patience with your partner or be willing to, like, accept them through that time? Or what do you feel like that? Ooh, yeah. Getting, getting, I, I feel getting a deep, little... I think it's a matter of circumstance. Like, does this person have a plan to get out of that? Are they actively working on it? You know, are they just sitting around smoking weed all day and, like, not doing shit? Yeah. So at that point, that's where my patience would kind of go in between. Right. So also, I do feel like you need to have, like, a certain, like, financial, de- like, stability if you want to have a long-distance partner. It's that's also that affects you. Now you can't see them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And well, that's not fair to them either. Well, if they have to come to you, I don't know, like, well, you have to come to them all the time or vice versa. Or it's like, let's go to Paris. Like, mm. uh, honestly, I blame Instagram for all this. Because I agree. when it comes to like planning <laughs> trips, I'm like, I just remember in the weird parent poll that I was, five parents that I have, planning trips, Florida, Pittsburgh, like, <laughs> Texas. It, it, was, it was simpler. Like, like Tennessee. Yeah. Like, now it's like Tulum and like Right. Caribbean and it's like, that's great like, too, but if the person doesn't have it, if they didn't have it going in and they're not working towards it, that, that's different. But if life happens, because life be life in, especially yeah, no, like the things that like we do, how dare you? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That's really how I feel. Because if it's that big of a deal, then throw me some money then. And I'll do the same for you. But it's just like... That just like is irritating. If the funds aren't there, then you can save towards something and make a goal that yeah. y'all both work towards, or you can bring it down a couple of notches. Like we don't have to go to Jamaica. We can definitely we can go to Destin, Florida. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's also like within your means and like great. respecting each other's means because yeah. like yeah. even now not everybody can go to like a five star restaurant and right. comfortably eat there. Sixty dollar you know, lamb chops. What? If the experience is about you being with each other, no matter where mm-hmm. it is, then the dive bar down the street should be enough. That yeah. I mean, that's your. You know, I'm a little bougie. Okay. I don't like to try. I'm, I'm You're a little bougie. I'm gonna be the uh, oddball out. Uh, but it's fine. I think it's fine though. It like, takes a certain level of stability to date me in general. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to be the richest person in the world, but I also know that like I came out the womb and they put a gold chain on my body, you know, like, (laughs) you know, and I do have a habit of telling people, if you can't afford to date me, it's okay, but then you can't date me. It is a privilege. What reactions do you get off of that? Do they they try real mixed reactions? Do they try harder though? That's the thing. Do they try harder or they just kind of fall back? Yeah. Because also that's the thing is like if somebody tells me like you're not up to my standard, if I really cared about you, I would work my ass off until I'm at that standard. But should you pair yourself internally? Like, all right, I want to level up, but that be the motivation? No, because at that point you have a goal. Now, now you have a goal. Now in your mind you're like, yo, I want this and I want to reach this. Maybe it's like a man. It is a man thing. It's completely a man thing. It's like, it is this. an ego thing it too, is. right? For someone to sit there and go, because there are people who have sat there and be like, you don't know if I can afford to. 
you just know what I look like now. And I'm like, okay, well, what you look like now is not presenting <laughs> like you can afford to yo, date. Yo, yo, the savage, yo. yo. <laughs> well, because like, okay, there are things that I want like culturally too. So like, let's be real, like this sounds real fucked up. No, your culture is crazy. Of- <laughs> I, I, I went to I went to a wedding from your culture. Oh yeah, Yo, <laughs> they held the groom ransom. They took this yeah, man's the They took this man's shoes. They tackled his best friend to the ground, and then they okay. extorted. They extorted the bride. It's not extortion, they, bro. It's, it's not extortion. The groom, game. The groom had to pay, and this dude was giving yeah. out stacks, bro. He gave at least like fifteen k minimum what? to the bride's yeah, family. Okay, so it's a game. Damn. They do that for like in Africa too, right? No, that's no, it's, different. It's that's different, they like smile until they get enough money. Yeah. But isn't that no, this this is like in this your is... face, like <laughs> no. fucking slap. Yo. Okay, hold on. We have to give context practice. now. Okay, so in that Indian weddings wild. or South Asian weddings in general, there's a game that happens that the bride's side tries to steal the groom's shoes, and in order for him to get it back, he has to pay for it back. And usually, it's the bride's sisters that do this. So, like, example, one of my cousins is getting married soon. I have already planned out how I'm stealing her fiancé's shoes. (laughs) I know where it's going. I know who's going to pick it up. I know who's hiding it. This is, like, a very intense game. But it's meant to be fun and playful. But over the years, you know, we have changed from... We, yeah, they're pretty it looks it looks like a Maury show. Like literally, they're in each other's face, and like I can't understand the language personally, but they're saying it loud as shit, and I'm just like, yo, yeah, I'm over here with the camera. Like, should I stop filming? Should I want to see that footage. I need to know what they did for it. Oh my gosh, and there were some Patels too. Oh, they're Gujarati. Yeah, that's the one. Gujarati. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that shit okay. was yeah. Yeah. Everything else before that was beautiful, though. Like, a little dances, a ceremony. It was <laughs> no, until the very end. Stealing the shoes is one of the best parts. And I'm sorry, if you don't ask for enough money, that's your fault. You have failed as the sibling and the family I'm member, this okay? I'm dished out 15K. I was yes. like, yo. Yep. On top of what the wedding cost. I had like, <laughs> <laughs> Which was like a four-day event. Yeah. You can imagine. Yeah. That shit's not cheap. Well, hold on. Nope. Just, but Tarina's back in, though. So, you have to be financially stable. You have to, like, you have to be able to show up. I carry myself in a certain way. And for the most part, I might talk a lot of trash about some of the bullshit I've done. But in general, when I present publicly, I'm pretty tame and quiet and, like, kind of in, not introverted, but just, like, tasteful. Mm. You know, I don't yell out into the street, like, guess who I fucked last night? <laughs> Let me tell you how I hit the Mile High Club. Like, I'm not that person. You're not putting it on Instagram. No. My Instagram doesn't even look anything like what we talk about here. Yeah, you know? My, my close friend is a toxic, so I always say that. It is. Yeah, I don't, I don't watch your story. You say my, <laughs> yeah. you say my close friends? It is. Oh, wow. Definitely Until I stop yeah. watching when there's always like a picture with a shirt off. And it's hey, like, I don't that's hilarious. Fuck, <laughs> I, like, I don't want to see this shit. Like, I, like, I don't know. I like I knowing what kind of day you're having. I think it's funny. Because I'm like, oh, today's a good day. And then on the days that it's like super depressing memes, I'm like, I believe in you. It's okay. <laughs> Okay, but let's go back to topic, right? My culture, the standards are different, right? Like, one of the things that happens because I was raised in a Hindu household is when Diwali comes, we have a specific holiday where everyone goes to buy gold. Like, you go buy your jewelry for the year and things like that. I want someone long-term who's going to remember, oh, today's Dantaras. Baby, do you want a chain today? Do you want anklets? Let's go. That's fair. Also, Indian girls always have fucking anklets. 
I I know that in like I didn't wear them today because we were recording, but I do have my anklets most of the time. But like the thing is though too, like where old American movies always have this sort of like, oh babe, I bought you a necklace. It's always some old rich white dude with like a Tiffany and Co chain, right? The Indian equivalent is like the movie where they're like, oh, you dropped your bangles or oh, let me put your anklets on. Someone needs to put my anklets on. Someone needs to also not be like turned off at like the amount of like just jewelry that I have in general. Because like, let's be real, like white American girls don't wear jewelry the way Indian girls do. Mm-hmm. It's no. not a thing. Yeah. Y'all true. have that shit on lock. Really All do. the time. Most really of the time you'd be looking at somebody and I'm sorry, there's probably at least 5K on a single hand. You know, like, mm-hmm. and this isn't like, oh, I bought you 14 carats. This is, I bought you by the gram. You buy gold by the weight. And so I'm like, when I say things like, I want to live a certain life, I want a partner who can do certain things. I'm not looking for a million dollar mansion, but I'm looking to maintain the life I have. I'll keep I'm, the tradition, the traditions yeah. you have as well. That makes yeah. sense. And that can That's be fair. really off-putting for people. Yeah. But I like nights out. I know I'm a princess about shit. I don't reach for my wallet. Is that going to be a problem for you? Because if it is, you can't date me. If you're going to be mad that I don't pick up the tab, go ask someone else. Someone else will split the tab with you. I'm not going to. That's fair, though. Because you're honest about it. I really do. I feel like, of course, the princess treatment every woman should get. Duh. Like... Hello. Yeah, but, but that looks different for everyone. Yeah, so. but like even what you were saying, as far as like tradition wise and what you believe in, that mm-hmm. makes so much sense. Like that is how you were raised. That is what you expect. Yeah. If you can't do it, then don't do it. Me, I wasn't raised like that. But it's not in the sense of you're not gonna come up in here stanking, thinking that you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, definitely I mean, have a yeah. certain level of standards too. It's definitely. I definitely will feel offended because. You see what's happening over here. Like, you see what's happening. If you know that it, you don't have that, you can go home and change and figure it out and yeah. come Get back. Get yourself together. You know Get what yourself saying? together. Like, if you're long distance, you've had many days or amounts of time mm-hmm. to figure it out before you show up at my doorstep. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yo, if you don't live here, you right, had yeah. time yeah. to prepare. Yeah, and I don't fair. even like that. I don't even want you to, like, have time to prepare like to prepare I want to see what you naturally do because there have definitely been some guys who have came up to me and I will start at your feet and start up if you have on a hat you have on sunglasses I'm gonna ask you to take it off because you're not finna know yeah, uh, Mr. Lazy Eye <laughs> like yeah. Sorry, I think oh, hairline I need to see what's going on yo you do seating hairline. FaceTime could be lying to you right that is, yo you can put filters on FaceTime yeah crazy. you can put filters on FaceTime yeah the deep web shit or deep fake yeah. deep thing is really yeah, crazy. crazy but alright I think we can all like agree that you need to be somewhat stable before getting to a fun uh, mm-hmm. any relationship that's at any relationship yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, please have some stability if shit does happen to you and I fuck with you you know what I'm saying I'm willing to dug it out with you but yeah. if, you're, if you don't have a plan like everyone said mm-hmm. it's not gonna work so, also, uh, don't expect don't if you end up going through it, never expect somebody to, to take, take care you. of you. You still yeah. might be able yeah. to take care of yourself yeah, at the right. Yeah. It's a yeah. partnership. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, so at that point, you just become kind of like a leech. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're just like, oh man, I'm down. You gotta be like, oh man, I'm down. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah, because at that point, you can't repeat the same story over and over again. Yeah, How many yeah. times are you gonna be down? All right, you're, like, you're putting yourself down. It's self sabotage if you talk about it. But um, mm-hmm. we're gonna put that. We're going to conclude this episode as a part one. Uh, uh, this part, the next one we're going to go into, 
his phone sex and his long distance dating, or just phone sex in general, and how do y'all feel about that? Like, just a quick question: How do y'all feel? About it? Do y'all think phone sex is real sex, or does it count? Like, do you so can we like modernize it? Just call it like virtual sex. I like that. Yeah, because now I it's like, it counts. yeah, it's like it's, you got FaceTime now. You the Snapchat days were the real mobile pioneer toys. days. I, I will say, you can make me what are mobile toys? To, uh, uh, like app controlled toys, so that way you can do things from the distance. Oh wow! You mean like I can control yes. your toy from yep, like being from in another state? That's sick. I didn't know about that. That sounds crazy. All right, so that now we're going. So crazy. So now we're going to save this for the next one, but <laughs> aftercare. <laughs> aftercare. Mobile toys are crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to, those are good aftercare. How, how did, I got okay. one. I got a toxic one. Yeah, toxic. <laughs> toxic. I always gotta be toxic. It's just funny. It's just funny. Like, so if, if you ever had to take a plan B, or get or get someone plan B in the aftercare of the plan B, have you, have you ever been in that situation? No. So you're saying <laughs> raise, raise your hand if you've ever given like. If you've ever take take one had to be the person going there and buy it for your partner. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've I guess never, like I've, I've, I've done taken, it. Like I've taken them. Damn, am I the only one who has it? Uh, you never took a Plan B before? No. Oh, that's Damn, that's good. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Yo, I, I, I <laughs> right. Yo, once I find out Costco sold them. Yeah. I used to sell them. They're really <laughs> fun. Fun fact: they're only like fifteen bucks at Costco compared to fifty at CVS. Mm-hmm. My point of bringing this up is like I learned the first time I gave a girl Plan B, or we after we got done. They're not good B. for women though. They're not good for women, but she like her attitude got to because she was like, why are you so mad? She was like, you gotta think of all those fucking hormones. Bro. Yeah, that's exactly. just like that's crazy. Like, aftercare for that, like you, get, you put yourself in a situation where you like having that type of sex, where you know, like you, you nutted someone or whatever. You know, that's the type of. So in hindsight. In hindsight, there's definitely someone. In hindsight, I would I'd probably have sex where a plan B wasn't required just for the stress yeah, and the, the right. yeah that yeah. it takes some toll on my partner because that shit is not nice for them. That shit makes no, them feel it, crazy. Like, yeah, it's like and like they have mood swings and so and you can't even be mad at them for that shit. It's just like something yeah, they took. Yeah, like damn, this is like oh, oh shit, you like a hope, but then you're like a teddy bear. Then you're crying, yeah, and it's I don't like know what but to it's. Say. Just, like how would you how in those moments have you ever felt like disrespected after I, I feel like I've been everybody at the age that has been <laughs> I don't understand. I swear I'm like fifty, but I'm not. But it's like literally I've been every person. So it's kind of just like, so what do you want? Do you wanna be pregnant? You're still gonna have the same mood swings. Like what's happening? Like what which what battle are we trying to pick? But I don't want my women to hate me. But it's just kind of like I've also I've had that experience where the guy didn't want me to take a plan B, and it was kind of weird. And I was like, you're crazy. Wait, he didn't want you to take the plan B? You yeah. had to convince him to take the plan B? I was just like, that you're crazy if you think that you're finna, me? Ooh, this shouldn't even be happening right Ooh, now. No. We're not even going to tell anybody that we're together, and you think I'm going to. Have your baby? Dumb. That shit's crazy, dumb. yeah. I will say that plan B doesn't work every time, though. Yeah, no. After a while, it, it fails. Work every time. Yeah, I've had to go plan C, and that is not But. We're gonna wrap it right there. <laughs> We're gonna. Damn. Shout out to. <laughs> Plan C is never the option, guys. Not, not, not. Never mind. Just cut that. Dear women, fuck other women so you don't have to do that. Please, I'm sorry. That's half the reason that I haven't had to take one is because I mostly fuck women. That's Good for you. True. Thank you. It really uh, top tier experience. Highly recommend. I do too, actually. Uh, I agree with that one as well. It is pretty good. All right, guys. Well, this is the end of part one of long distance dating, and we'll get into phone sex later. But I'm the producer. I'm Sparrow. I'm Yellow. 
I'm Roxy. And we're all adults. adults. Mm-hmm. Hey.